Welcome to the SI Farmer Podcast, podcast where we talk marketing, farming, farm-based business tactics, marketing tactics. If it helps us farm better or market our farms better, we will probably talk about it on this podcast. And today is no exception. In fact, today is one I'm particularly excited about. There's a, a, a process of motivation. There's a, a, an understanding in how we motivate ourselves to do things that is backwards from traditional thinking. And I've I've sort of had this inkling or this understanding of how it worked for a lot of years, and it's it's one of the ways that I've worked. You know, I've worked to get myself good at things I'm not good at, and it's helped me a lot. But I've never understood it. Well, the other day I was listening to a podcast by a oh a guy named Dr. Andrew Huberman. He's a pretty popular podcaster, but he's a neurobiologist at Stanford University, and he finally explained it in a way that man, it just clicked with me and. I really think it's going it, to – it has a potential to help us do the things that we don't like to do, get good at them, and stay motivated to do them because we know what the reward is, but we have to change our way of thinking. So let's get into it today. I have a love-hate relationship with marketing. Really? I've got to do what? All I want to do is farm. Welcome to the SI Farmer Podcast. If you want to market your farm, farm-based business, or craft food business directly to the consumer, this is the place for you. Welcome to the show. So I listened to this podcast the other day, and it just kind of explained it in a way that clicked. And let me tell you what I'm talking about here. For years, uh, I worked in the entertainment industry. And, you know, uh, some people know it. I've talked a little bit about it on this podcast, but not a lot. I worked in the entertainment industry, most, mostly the music industry early on in my career. And, you know, you get all the questions about, you know, uh, you worked with famous people. Who'd you work with? Were they nice? What were they like? And it's one of those questions I never like really to talk about it because I didn't find joy or success. I didn't find joy or contentment from the end product, which seems counterintuitive. The part that I liked and I worked hard for was I liked the very technical part of it, the very creative and technical part in the – Behind the scenes, nobody ever know, knew I existed, and I never cared about it because I liked the process so well. I mean, I would work 90-hour weeks so that I could be in the studio doing the work. I loved it. But the work itself was my reward. And it when you think about the, 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 the people I've worked with in my career, my early parts of my career, it was interesting that I now that I look back on it, the ones that truly loved the job and the the creative part, man, they were easy to work with. Everything just went easy. I mean, they just loved doing the job. The fame and the notoriety that they had and the the accolades and that type of thing, they almost didn't like it. They were they were that wasn't what they enjoyed. But the people who found the joy from the the accolades and the the fame and the people the 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 adoration of complete strangers were man they were hard to work with they were difficult they could not motivate themselves to do the job so they became difficult to work with and when we talk about motivating ourselves it's kind of counterintuitive and this this gentleman I watched Dr. Andrew Huberman Huberman Lab if you want to check the podcast out it's pretty pretty interesting he does a good job of explaining complex scientific things so guys like me can understand it. Well, anyway, so when we reward ourselves at the end of a process, so for example, 
when you play a game and, you know, when you're, when you're a kid and you, you go out and you compete in a sporting event and the reward is, man, we're going to go for ice cream sundaes. The reward's great. But what happens over time is our brains send a neurochemical called dopamine. I don't want to get too technical because I'm certainly no – I mean I can barely spell dopamine. But our brain, that's the, the reward center of our brain. And when we start to get rewarded, that's what we crave, the reward. And when we get that reward at the end, it makes the process that we have to do to get to the reward much more difficult for us because dopamine has to do with the way our brains perceive time. And they did an experiment years ago with little kids. And trust me, I'm going to get to why this is going to be important for our farms and our farm business because it's, it's kind of cool. But they did a, an experiment years and years ago. I mean, probably in the 60s, I'll bet, at Stanford University where they had kindergartners that loved to draw pictures. And when they would draw pictures, they would give them a reward. I, I think it was a gold star, something that a little kid would find rewarding. Well, after they did this for a while – the reward became what the kids wanted, even though they started out enjoying drawing pictures. The reward was the gold star. When they took the gold star away, the kids no longer wanted to draw because you end up in what's called a dopamine deficit. And it makes the process of what you're doing more difficult. And like I said, in my career, in my early parts of my career when I was in the music industry a little bit, I liked the process. The process of engineering and recording all of these sounds and the stuff, putting it together, I enjoyed that process. I really did not like – in fact, it really – I didn't like any type of fame or notoriety. I didn't want anybody to know who I was. I just want to do the job. In fact, there's a lot of projects I worked on that – I guess if I had pushed, my name would be on there, and I never wanted it. I never cared even a little bit. I just wanted to, I just wanted to work. I enjoyed. That was the reward for me. And the end, you know, it's that, that reward at the end, which is what detracts. And so when we think about this in our daily lives, what are the things that we like to do? That we find joy from doing. I mean, farming, farming's hard work. I mean, if anybody tells you it isn't, they, you know, you know, you do it. It's hard work. Sometimes it's early mornings and late nights and long days. It's hard. But you find the joy. We find the joy in the work. And the reward of getting paid. It's hard to think about that when we're enjoying that part of the job. But when we get into the computer part. And this came from a, a, having a conversation with a friend of mine. He hates working on a computer. If it even has the word computer, technology, anything, he hates it, doesn't want to do it. Not only does he not want to do it, he avoids doing it. But he likes the reward of getting paid. And so he gets paid, which makes the process – because he, he – he, that reward, and this is my assumption – when he gets that reward of getting paid and having enough money to pay his bills, the dopamine kicks in and his brain says, yes, you've done you know, what it is. And, and to sort of back up, 
when we think about when, when we as, as humans were hunter-gatherers, dopamine's way, the way the good Lord made our bodies to reward us for doing the things that keeps us alive, finding food. For example, big one that we're having problems with now is a lot of obesity going on because our bodies will reward us for sugar and fat because if you think about what it was like during the frontier days and when we were hunter-gatherers, fat – Heck, Louis L'Amour books, if you, if you read a Louis L'Amour book, he, you know, the hardest thing to come by in the wild is fat and sugar. And so our, our bodies would re, – when we would get this fat and sugar, they would reward us because, hey, we, we want some more of that. Now here we are in a time that we don't have to do anything to survive. I mean all of our life-sustaining goal, life processes are pretty much met. If you're at a certain a certain financial level, and I'm not talking about being rich, I'm talking you have enough money to eat, stay warm. You know, if for example, I know people that work from home and they never have to leave their home. Service will bring their food. They work remotely so they they, they don't interact with people in person and they get a paycheck. They never have to leave home, never have to leave their place to survive. So in my opinion, that kind of messes with our motivation to do things. It, it kind of messes with our motivations and our, our brain's way to reward us for success. So that, that can cause some, some pretty serious issues. And I'm, you know, I, I, I never struggled with addiction, but I can imagine that causes some issues with addiction causes some of the, the the big problems, depression, a big one. And but to get back to my, my friend who hates the computer, he got rewarded by pain. But the process that he had to go through to get paid, he hated. Absolutely hates it. I mean, this man in a day hanging out with him, you will never hear him cuss once. You won't hear him say anything. He sits down at a computer and you would think he was a sailor. It's – honestly, it's kind of funny. But that whole reward system. Now, the the concept that I found really interesting was we can provide our own internal reward system. And it, it sort of has to do with lying to yourself a little bit. But it's lying to yourself to achieve a goal that you want to achieve. And we're trying to we're trying to convince ourselves, and this is how you do it, it the way I understand it, and it's it has worked for me in the past. We convince ourselves to that the reward is the act. For example, you hate working on the computer. You just hate it, but you like the reward. Find something on the computer, the process. Find something in the process that you like and look forward to that part of the process. For me, in the you know, when I talk about my early part of my career, I was I was a musician, but I like but I had to do what I wanted to do. I, I had to be able to be an engineer and a producer and a computer guy. And so I found things that I liked, little nuances that I liked in the more difficult processes that took away from what I really wanted to do. And over time, they actually became what I truly loved to do. But I can I, I taught myself 
that the reward was in the process. I mean, when I started farming, I mean, the reward to me is getting to sit in the tractor seat. And I know guys that say, man, how do you sit in a tractor seat for 12 hours a day? Man, I love it. It's fun. I, I mean, it's great. But the reward is the act of doing it. For example, uh, you, you hear, I mean, we just passed New Year's, and I think we talked, I think it was last week, we talked about New Year's resolution. Might have been the week before. But New Year's resolutions, the act of making a resolution to plan to do something good is great. We should do it. Now, how do we follow through on that? So I want to market my farm. I really want to take my farm to the next level and get my products in front of consumers. But I hate working on the computer. You know, can you do it without working on the computer? Sure. It's harder, more expensive, takes a lot longer and less, you know, less effective over time. So we need to teach ourselves to find some part of that that we enjoy, that we enjoy that communication. We enjoy the process, whatever it is, find some part of it because we have to convince ourselves to stay motivated. So for us to stay motivated over a long period of time, we have to find some part of it that we enjoy, that we find that reward in doing the process. You'll hear people, I mean, you can... Look up a guy uh, named David Goggins, another one who changed the way he thought to motivate himself. You you know, finding that reward in the painful part of a process for for him, it was working out. Um, you know, finding the joy in that moment of, and in the technical terms, it's called friction. What's difficult to do? And rewarding yourself for that friction so you start to find that joy and that that reward, our internal reward, is in the friction. Now, maybe in the back of our mind, we know that you know for marketing our business, we're going to make more money, which is what we want to do. That may be the ultimate reward, but we can't think that way because it will make all of the other parts less enjoyable. It will make them – it will make it harder to motivate yourself to do it. You know, for example, if you're you're talking about working out, you know, try not to use motivators like coffee because when you do it the second time, now you have to – and you get that release at the end, the reward. It's – now you have to have two cups of coffee to get yourself talked into it. And then it's three cups of coffee and a shot of espresso to get yourself talked into it. We try to make the reward the act that we're trying to accomplish – and it is completely possible for us to think this way and to train our brain to work this way. And when we when we talk about that reward, man, most people, most of the farmers I talk to, and I know them pretty well, man, they hate working on the computer, hate it, know just enough to get by. And that's fine. That's not a thing. But – if we're going to market our farm direct to our direct to the consumer, somebody has to do that. And if that person happens to be you, we have to find a way to reward ourselves for doing for the act itself, for working on the computer and posting our social media posts that keep our customers aware and for communicating with our customers. And we have to reward ourselves for that so that our bodies are our, our neuro the, the neurochemical pathways, they call them. They call them uh, dopaminergic circuits, I believe is the way they say it. Kind of a big word for me. But 
our brains are rewarding our body. If we can, if we can teach our brains that the act and the process of doing this is rewarding, then we can, then we can sustain motivation for doing these tasks that we may not at this point may not like to do. We can sustain our motivation over a longer period of time. When we reward ourselves for at the end of a process, we make the process itself much, much more difficult and just makes life harder. So, you know, it seems counterintuitive. I know it. When you think about it, hey, I I did this. I'm going to reward myself with that ice cream sundae or I'm going to go out and it's a social activity or whatever it is. We need to retrain, rethink, and we can do this. We, If we think about this and concentrate on it and make this a focus, we can actually retrain our brain to reward us for the part that we don't like to do. For me, for most people, when I hated the part of the technical part of engineering and producing music, most people don't like that. They just want to play the music and walk away. The, the hours you have to spend, for example, to – Get a snare drum to sound right or get a kick drum so it has that punch when they, when they do it or to get guitars so three sets of guitars don't mix. And, you know, those type of things. You have to enjoy that process and make that process what you enjoy because it's a long process. To get it right, it's a long, long process. And musicians I'd work for, work with, man, they wanted to play the music and say, yep, call us when you got something done. Gotcha. See you later. And I moved into the television world, brought you know movies and television and things like that. And again, reward my brain rewarded me because I enjoyed. I got to where I enjoyed the process rather than the result. Didn't even like the result. The result did not matter to me. I have worked on. I can't even. I don't even know that I could tell how many projects I've worked on over the early parts of my career. And, and some of them are huge projects. I mean, most people have heard of them. I've Since the day I finished it, I have never watched one through to the end. I mean, I see bits of them because some of them are still on TV or still on, you know, you see them on, on, you know, all over the place. But I don't know that I've ever watched one through again. It's just that part of the reward wasn't my reward. I never cared about it. I wanted the process, the process. I mean, if you've ever heard of a musician named Bach. He was a craftsman. You know, when you talk about, when you hear guys talk about classical music, they talk about Bach was a craftsman. And you you can just imagine the, the volume of music that this guy wrote was unbelievable. I mean, he wrote so much music. He also had 23 children. So, you know, he, he basically had two hobbies there. But he he wrote so much, and you have to believe for somebody to do that and do it at such a high level that the end result wasn't what he worked for. He worked, he enjoyed, he had to enjoy the process, and that's the thing we can learn about ourselves. We can look at these things that we don't want to do, whether it's you want to work out and lose a little bit of weight. I know I could, I could certainly back away from the buffet a little bit more, or whether it's we have to market our business. We have to get involved in the parts that we don't traditionally like 
one of the things we can do to help maintain motivation, to maintain, so we know we have to do this. We know we have to get into the computer and we've got to start thinking creatively and we have to think about marketing our business, but we can't just do it today. It has to be sustainable over a long period of time. One way to do that is to, the counterintuitive part, don't reward yourself at the end. Reward yourself by finding the joy in the parts you're doing at the moment. Teach yourself, lie a little bit if you have to, by saying, you know, you know the old, old adage, fake it till you make it. You're sort of telling yourself that you enjoy this process and finding the little parts that you do enjoy and you build on that and it allows us to stay motivated doing something we may not like but it allows us to stay motivated over a longer period of time. Sometimes we may have to do a reset, but try to do it where we try to motivate ourselves over a longer period of time. And it has to do – and I encourage you if, you, if you're interested in this, watch, watch this guy, Dr. Huberman. Interesting. I think the podcast, that's like two, and a, two hours or so. I, I can't sit still that long. But I'm sort of an information junkie. I, you know. When I'm in the truck, when I'm in the tractor, I'm listening to books or I listen to podcasts. I, I, I like information. But try to figure out a way to reward yourself for the process, not at the end. Because, again, when we reward ourselves at the end of the process, what we end up doing is we make the process harder to do and harder to do. And it compounds on itself to where now we just stop doing it. And then where are we? So kick back. Think about those, those things you don't like to do, but you need to do. For example, you like getting paid. Well, you have to do the billing. Find the part in doing the billing that you can enjoy and enjoy that part and teach yourself that that is the reward, not getting paid at the end, that the doing the process, if you're working out, Try to teach yourself that you're enjoying the physical activity, even though it's hard work and it's a little painful. Teach yourself that that's the part you enjoy. It allows us to stay motivated over a longer period of time. So, you know, I hope this helps because this was this is really fascinating to me because I love parts of every job I do. I'm I'm kind of a curious guy, but I also like to learn. But I don't like to fight motivation. I don't like to I don't like to do things that are that I don't like. So you can teach yourself to like things. I, I'm one more thing here. I'll say I worked with a, in a lot of different music formats. A lot of them I didn't particularly care for, or the artist I didn't like their music. But I liked the process. I didn't care about the music. I can make it sound good. I make it sound like they want. But I like the process. Doesn't matter what what didn't matter what the what the the was. I liked the process, but you teach yourself that, and it allows you to stay motivated over a longer period of time doing something that you have to do to get the reward. But we have to teach ourselves that the act of doing it is the reward itself. And with that, have a wonderful day. Good luck. And God bless. <laughs>